This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. How can you not have watched Goncharov? By Martin Scorsese, featuring Robert De Niro. Come on, guys. Hi, I'm Rachel Hampton. And I'm Daisy Rosario, and you're listening to ICYMI. In case you missed it. Slate's podcast about internet culture. Hello, Daisy. Hey, Rachel. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have, as per usual, some very important questions for you. Perhaps divisive? We'll find Ooh. out. Okay, well, as per usual, I am both scared and excited. So let's, let's do <laughs> Those it. Those <laughs> are the emotions I try to evoke in everybody. So now that it's officially the last day of November, I feel like I need to know all your holiday-related opinions. Oh, so, yeah, okay. You know, should you be a person who celebrates Christmas or simply enjoys the aesthetic of Christmas? When do you think it's appropriate to start blasting Christmas music 24-7? Like, personally, I feel like you can start the week of Thanksgiving because okay. Thanksgiving doesn't have music. There's no bops that we're no, bopping to. And there shouldn't yeah. be. Let's be real here. <laughs> but I tried to start playing Christmas music last week during Thanksgiving and my roommate was just like, it's November. And I was like, what's that have to do with anything? <laughs> Why are you crushing my joy? Yeah. So yeah. What, what do you I think? I feel that. Uh, I, I'm somebody who kind of starts like usually on Thanksgiving Day. Mm -hmm. I don't tend to start earlier just because I think I would be too easily confused. Like mm. I would be somebody who'd be like, wait, did I miss Thanksgiving? <laughs> it is very likely that I did. Like I, I just had so many years where I either had to work but during the holidays or different mm -hmm. things that sometimes I do feel like straight up, if I don't see the big markers, like <laughs> I will forget that it happened. But otherwise, like I do get really into it um, and I want to start listening to a ton of it. But I, if you try to play any for me in July, I will literally oh. cover my ears and run yeah. screaming in the other direction. No, 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 no. no July is, if it is <laughs> hot outside, that. if I am sweating for any other reason than I'm wearing my giant puffer jacket, then there, <laughs> we're not doing that. There's no Christmas in July. Yeah. No, I'm not a fan. Okay, second question related to the first. What is your least favorite Christmas song? There's a lot oh. of good options, to be completely honest, but I have yeah. to say that one song, you know the one I'm talking about, where they're like, do they know it's Christmas oh. in Africa? Oh. Who <laughs> thought that was a good idea? Like, what about that makes sense to anybody? Like, that politically, I can't fuck with it. But aesthetically, I mean, the song I actually have a fight or flight response to is the fucking Chipmunks Christmas song. Like, 
I hear it and my body That's just really either funny. locks down or is like, must escape. Get out. Get out right now. Oh, I'm so sad for you, but only because I do love that Chipmunks one. But, you know, I definitely grew up with it in a different way. Gosh. Okay. My least favorite one. I think it's that I also have like flashbacks from retail days. So Ooh, for me, it's yeah. that um, Paul McCartney, wonderful Christmas time. That is just not a good song. Yeah. No, it's not a good song, which is no, surprising coming from... Paul McCartney. Why did they make? He's him a do talented that? man. He obviously. is. <laughs> it is like, it's just brutal. It's just like, bah, 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 bah. oh, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Um. Okay. Final question for this episode. Yes, but not the final thing of this episode because we just started. Um. Right. How do you feel about one Mr. Martin Scorsese? <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> I feel like those things he's not he's he's not like the other two things you asked me about. I know what you're um, talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel very positive about Martin Scorsese. Like I'm a fan. Um, he's an interesting guy. Uh, uh, he's he's also known pretty much for being like a pretty nice dude too, and he's a great he filmmaker. Which is surprising yeah. for a man who's been around for that long. That's a great point. Yeah. I do love that his most controversial opinion is that he thinks that Marvel is dumb. Like, that's just really funny to me. (laughs) (laughs) So, as Daisy mentioned, one of those things is not like the other. And you might be asking, what does Martin Scorsese have to do with Christmas? And the answer is nothing. But I needed a way (laughs) (laughs) to pivot the conversation (laughs) to our topic for today, which is a movie produced by one Martin Scorsese. Or was it? Ooh. Over the past two weeks, a 1973 mafia film with homoerotic subtext has taken Tumblr by storm, inspiring fan art, fan fiction, thousands of posts speculating about themes and character motivations and more. The thing is, it's really not that surprising. Sometimes the entirety of Tumblr latches onto a film or a television show, and suddenly yep. it's it's all your dashboard is talking about. Truly. I'm, I'm old enough to remember when the first Avengers movie came out and the thousand gift sets <laughs> it launched. Yeah. If the phrase Mewling Quim is burned into your brain, it may be time <laughs> to take some Metamucil. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> But back to the 1973 Scorsese produced film. It's called Gontaroff. It's starring Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Gene Hackman, and Harvey Keitel. The thing is, it doesn't actually exist. The movie (laughs) does not exist. The movie known as Gontaroff that has taken Tumblr by storm doesn't exist. (laughs) I love it. Same. But how exactly did this fake movie get, like, wished and fan cast and dissected into existence? That is the question we're answering in today's show after a short break. Wonderful. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. 
Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back with Gontroff. Before we start, I think we should get our Scorsese bona fides out of the way. And by bona fides, I'm just going <laughs> to admit as soon as possible that the only parts of Martin Scorsese's filmography that I've seen are um, Wolf of Wall Street, The Departed, the first season of Boardwalk Empire, and the music video for Michael Jackson's Bad, which was directed by Martin Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Daisy, please tell me you've seen more than I have. Well, yeah, I've seen almost all of his movies. Uh, nice. <laughs> uh, when I was younger, I really wanted to be a director. And so he was one of my favorites, also being like a New York native. Um, I will also admit, though, I have not, however, finished The Irishman, oh, which is very long. That one was long. Um, nor did I watch Boardwalk Empire. Mm. Um, but I do also know that Martin Scorsese... Uh, very much wanted to become a priest. And while he's talked about many reasons that he didn't, one of the ones that he has said jokingly in the past is that he couldn't he couldn't stop, you know, having a good time with himself enough <laughs> to be a priest. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going. I had I right. had suspicions, but I was just like, where <laughs> where is this going? <laughs> yeah. The script literally says Scorsese fact I'm saving for recording. <laughs> <laughs> that is a beautiful Scorsese fact. Honestly, same, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Self-love is important. <laughs> Word. Uh, I also do want to just acknowledge uh, that I did see that this stuff was happening with Goncharov online, but I immediately started avoiding it in case <laughs> we ended up talking about it just like we are now, so... It is really funny the way this show works, which is that either it means that we immediately dive very deep into something or we yes. avoid it at all costs. Yeah, go screaming in the other <laughs> go direction. Go screaming in the other direction. I don't want to know about it. Like, I can't yeah. know about it. <laughs> um, well, I'm glad you're here. We're, we're, it's like two halves of a whole. Like, you yeah. you know Martin Scorsese and I know Tumblr better than anything else in my entire goddamn <laughs> life besides maybe the Twilight franchise. <laughs> Damn. So the story begins like all good internet stories do, or at least a lot of them do, with shoes. A few years ago, a Tumblr user posted a pair of knockoff boots that they ordered, which relatable, we love a pair of knockoffs. And according yes. to the post, instead of the brand name on the tag, they have the name of an apparently non-existent Martin Scorsese film. So on these shoes, which is just like a standard pair of like black boots, this tag reads, the greatest mafia movie ever made. Martin Scorsese presents Goncharov, Dominico Prochachi production, a film by Matteo JWHJO715 about the Naples Mafia. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> Who is Matteo JWHJO715? We don't know, but we'll no find idea. out. <laughs> The thing about this post is that it actually no longer exists, which is why I can't tell y'all exactly when it was posted, but because of the way Tumblr works, even if someone deletes their post or their entire blog, if somebody else reblogs the post, the post lives. 
Oh, right. We can debate whether that's good or bad, but that's not what today's episode is about. This is just how I know that this post exists. Right. Okay, so I had seen something about this kind of starting because of a a thrift shop photo, but like Mm -hmm. what, like when was this post? Like, is this a few years old? Like, why is it going viral now? Yeah, so the original post was some indeterminate time in the past, but in 2020, a user by the handle of at loser emo reblogged the post <laughs> and added a screenshot of a comment by at abandoned ambition. I, I love Tumblr usernames. They really are so good. The comment reads, this idiot hasn't seen Goncharov in response to the original <laughs> post saying that this movie doesn't exist. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. Okay. Same. So according to a New York Times interview with the person behind at Loser Emo, that post they made was dormant for about two years. And then for quite literally no discernible reason at all, in November 2022, it started gaining traction, which is just Tumblr in a nutshell. Yeah. I would also like to say that the person who interviewed at Loser Emo in the New York Times is none other than our beloved Madison Love Kircher, which means that Madison had to do a story about Tumblr. (laughs) And I cannot diminish into the West because my work is complete. (laughs) That's amazing. Isn't it? Madison gave us content. I mean, she gave it to everybody, but we're also taking part in it. (laughs) But also, I'm just thrilled that she had to do a story about Tumblr. (laughs) That's so funny. I love that. So we're in November 2022 now. The yeah. original Gontrov post with the this idiot hasn't seen Gontrov has over right. 175,000 notes. But wow. it doesn't stop there. Like it in fact that's kind of just the beginning because this post goes viral. And in going viral, Tumblr does what it does best and it just creates. It creates a whole cinematic universe all predicated on this film that doesn't exist. This starts with a pair of knockoff boots and a tag. And now there's a whole movie that exists. And because Tumblr is Tumblr, all of it is tagged and collated so that people who are new to Gontrov can catch up on the accepted lore of this movie that, again, I must state, does not exist. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah, that was my next question when I just saw that this had kept going. was like, what is this movie about? There there has to be... If the movie itself is being imagined, there has to be an imagined plot. So, like, what is this movie about? (laughs) Oh, you know there is. Okay, so I'm going to start with the kind of first accepted piece of canon, which is a poster for this film created by Tumblr user at Beelzebub. Daisy, can you describe this poster to the audience? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I just clicked through. Um... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's got that um, it's got that aesthetic where it's like, here's the main big character in the mm-hmm. middle and then like all the different characters like surrounding them with real serious faces. But it's also hilarious because you're like, you have a sense if I mean, if you're me, you have a sense of where some of these images come yes. from. This is not a real movie. Yes. Um, so these are just images pulled from other movies. <laughs> and it's like there's. um Oh, we should definitely point out, though, that there's like Moscow on one side in the background and on mm-hmm. the other, it's like. The hills of Naples, and it says, winter comes to Naples. (laughs) Yes, yes. The winter comes to Naples is really so important. (laughs) Really, it's incredible. So there's a lot of important information gleaned from the poster, right? 
It's set there's yeah. Naples and there is Moscow. So there's also yeah. Russia. We have character names and the cast. So it stars Robert De Niro as Lo Straniero slash Gontarov. Okay. El Pacino as Mario Ambrosini. Harvey Keitel as Andre the Banker Dodano. Okay. <laughs> Gene Hackman as Valerie Mikolov. Okay, sure. John Cazale as Joseph Icepick Joe Morelli. And Sybil Shepard as Katya. I love this. <laughs> so what happens in this movie? <laughs> so because this movie is being written by what is essentially a committee of hundreds, if not thousands. Sure. Everyone kind of has their own canon. However, there are some accepted scenes and themes that I will now tell you that generally Please. everyone agrees as part of the movie. Everything else is really just like your mileage may vary. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So Gontra. Robert De Niro's character is a mafia boss in Naples, but he's actually Russian. It's oh. possible that he fled Russia and is currently being pursued, possibly by Gene Hackman's character, Valerie Mikolov. Okay. Katya is Valerie's sister and Gontrov's wife. Are you with me? Oh, okay. Yes. Yes, I am. Okay. I mean, as much as I can be yes. for a movie <laughs> that does not exist. Yes. All right. So Katya and Gontrov's relationship isn't great. In fact, okay. Spoiler alert, she ends up betraying him in the end, which the Gontroff community considers ahead of its time and a subversion oh. of typical mafia movie tropes, you know. Right, mm-hmm. right. There's yeah. also a character named Sophia that Katya has a homoerotic relationship with. There's oh. this iconic cigarette lighting scene between the two that's accepted as <laughs> canon and beloved and also very gay. There's a lot of fan oh art God. of this cigarette lighting scene. If only everyone had Tumblr's self-awareness. Keep going. <laughs> I love this. There's also homoerotic subtext between Gontrop and Andre, played by Harvey Keitel. Andre and Gontrop are like, you know, like the best friends slash enemies trope where oh, yeah. they're, they're really close, but they're also kind of like dueling up against each other you know Mm -hmm, they've mm -hmm, tried to mm -hmm. kill each other at least once and they also presumably want to fuck each other okay sure yeah Mm yes okay (laughs) um i'm sorry i need to go back to ice pick joe though like where is john cazale at all this because i love his inclusion yes so john cazale ice pick joe is a murderer i believe which is why he's known as ice pick joe and he has apparently a famous 10 minute long scene with katya i'm Not entirely sure what happens in that scene. I mean, but who is? it exists. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Someone out there is sure. But yeah. it's 10 minutes and it's apparently iconic. Oh, of course. So there's also like a clock scene in St. Petersburg. Clocks okay. are generally a big theme. Like the idea of running out of time is a big theme. People sure. like rushing towards death. People kind of characters being dead from the beginning in a way. They're just kind of getting to their eventual death. Uh, speaking of death, Gontrov dies at the end due to oh. a betrayal by someone. We're not sure. Possibly Katya. Right. There's a lot of snow. It's gay. Andre has an eye patch. <laughs> I mean, I'm into all of this. Right, right? There's even it- lore about the set, like the filming of the movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> apparently Martin Scorsese almost got arrested for setting fire to a farm while filming Goncharov. Perfection. <laughs> Beautiful. There are 
gifts taken from other movies super cut into gift sets for Gontra. There's what? 600 fan fiction entries on archive of our own for this movie. Dang, people work so fast. So fast. At this point, the only thing that doesn't exist for Gontra is the actual movie. Like, yeah. At this point, <sighs> as That's at amazing. Random Pros put it on Tumblr, the Tumblr community invents a whole mafia movie apparently directed by Martin Scorsese with an official soundtrack, movie posters, screen caps, and all enough to make one question if that movie really did exist at all like a Mandela effect was not part of my 2022 bingo card. Same random pros, but also I'm happy that it happened. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I love this. Like people are just playing a giant fun game together. You know, it's like it's improv but like with a deep understanding of tropes. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just so fun. It's so fun. And it's like every single bit of detail you find out about the the movie in air quotes about the plot is just, right. it doesn't have to make sense with the other bits that you've you've read. It's, it's no. just like, oh yeah, of course there's a bridge scene. There's also a boat scene. Like, of course yeah. there's snow. Like, even though it's in <laughs> Naples, like, of <laughs> course there's also an anchovy scene that has homoerotic subtext under it like all of this exists in the same movie how long is the movie we don't know no but marty makes some long movies though he does exactly <laughs> irishman was what three hours long like yeah so is the wolf of wall street exactly <laughs> and so it all kind of makes sense as a movie that could exist and it's so beautiful to me that strangers yeah. have gotten together to make this yes it's so I, I just think it's very sweet. I it like is. it. Let's do I it. Do, I, I'm like, let's do this again. Yes. So I feel like we've established a general lore of Gontrov, and I've I've told you as much about the plot as I can as exists at this point, because again sure. the movie doesn't exist. Right. <laughs> but after a short break, I think I'm gonna answer the most important question about Gontrov, which is does Martin Scorsese know about this? Ooh. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at In 2007, TV network CBS dropped 40 kids in the middle of the New Mexico desert as part of a brand new reality show. These kids would have to build their own society from scratch. And if this sounds like Lord of the Flies to you, well, it was meant to. We were on this mission together. We were going to prove to the world that we could make a better society than adults could. I'm Josh Gwynn, and I want to know what this wild TV experiment was really about. Split Screen, Kid Nation, a six-part podcast from CBC. Available now. 
y'all. If you love our podcast, then please consider subscribing to Slate Plus. When you subscribe to Slate Plus, you get no ads on any Slate podcast, including your favorite one, I See Why Am I. You'll also be supporting the podcast. Our show would not be possible without support of Slate Plus subscribers. You will also get bonus segments or episodes on shows like Slow Burn, Hit Parade, Mom and Dad are Fighting, and Big Mood, Little Mood. And you will also get unlimited reading on the Slate website, which means you get access to every single article and advice column on Slate without ever hitting the paywall. Just visit slate.com slash ICYMI plus to sign up. That is slate.com slash ICYMI plus. And we're back. Before we get into the response to Gontrov, I feel like I just have to say once again how much I love this. It is right up my alley. I think it draws on what Tumblr and fan communities do best, which is draw meaning from the smallest possible details. Yes. If you have ever wanted to know what glances have been exchanged between characters in a specific show, all you need to do is go to Tumblr, (laughs) type in their name into the search bar, and you will find a catalog of every single time their hands touched. Like, we said before the break, no one really had this on their bingo card for 2022. But if you think about it really hard, which is all I do, in a lot of ways, (laughs) fandom has been preparing for this for their entire lives. And I feel like it couldn't happen on any other platform than Tumblr, which, despite its various brokenness, (laughs) is and probably always will be the perfect place for fandom. Even fandom of something that doesn't exist. Exist. I mean, no, it's true. I, I, I have to say, again, I also, I really do love this so much. And I mean, obviously, like, for what we cover on this show, I've been keeping an eye on Twitter a lot, oh which God. is just getting <clears throat> even sadder. But this, it like, is. Goncharov stuff is, like, it's like a mini example of some of my favorite things about humans, right? Like, right mm-hmm. now... Twitter in general, like Twitter, the experience of Twitter is is shake from love is blind. Like Twitter is shake from love is blind. Twitter is You're so right. just somebody who will not deal with themselves. And I don't even just mean Elon. I mean, the whole vibe is like, it's just screaming about like, we are hateful and more people are hateful than want to admit it. And it's like, no, that's what the shakes of the world think. A lot of us are really just silly I want to be left alone. Yes. And so Tumblr's out here being like, no, guys, it's going to be okay. Yes. It's going to be okay. Like, no matter what, despite how terrible other corners of the internet are, Tumblr's always going to be there being chaotic and beautiful. Mm Mm-hmm. And also just so insightful. Like, that is the thing is, like, no one on Tumblr, I think partially because of the fact that it's largely anonymous. Yeah. No one's really afraid of being earnest. So... There are so many posts that... That's a really good point. ...would never exist on Twitter because everyone on Twitter is, like, sarcasm-pilled to a terrible degree. Yes. But on Tumblr, none of this enjoyment is ironic, even though it's kind of the perfect example of irony because the movie doesn't exist. (laughs) Right? (laughs) But... I just need to read one of the many posts critically analyzing Gontrop to explain like oh. the earnestness associated with this. Daisy, will you right. do a dramatic reading with me? Oh, yes, please. Yes. My favorite. Okay. I love it when you okay. find something for me to dramatic read. I'm so excited. Okay, can you read the first part, which comes from at Lesbian Marrow? Again, I love Tumblr names. These Tumblr names are fantastic. Okay. <clears throat> So tired of seeing Goncharov fans on here being like, OMG, Goncharov, Katya, Sophia, Polycule. Katya has two hands when the whole point is that Katya can't have both. She has to choose. And it's ultimately left ambiguous whether or not she made the right choice. 
like I get wanting happy endings for the characters, but I feel like this kind of shallow interpretation of Katya's respective relationships with Goncharov and Sofia just cheapens the story. And then Fiercest Purpose chimes in and says, It's not that Katya can't have both. It's that the world around Katya has made having both impossible. Like it's the sense of the violence and manipulation and greed that Gontrov and Katya and yes, even Sophia are all wrapped up in together that makes anything like love impossible to have. I would also argue that ultimately it's not only ambiguous, it's also like her choice is meaningless because when she chooses to betray Sophia, she still loses Gontrov in all the ways that really matter. She can't have both, but ultimately she can't have either. And I think that makes things like the dance with Gontrov in the palace. I've said this before, but I'm obsessed with the way he holds her in that scene. And the scene <laughs> in Sophia's bedroom is so much sadder because it's framed as if she has this choice, but she really truly doesn't. The scenes being referenced don't exist! That's amazing! <laughs> I love it. It's so weird and creative. I love it so much. It's, it's so really fun. perfect because it's also like, this is a smart analysis of a thing that doesn't exist. I want to see this thing now. Shame! <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to see the way Gontrav holds Katya in that scene. Show it to I me. Know. Inject it. And Amazing. Like, someone, Ugh. I saw this post on Tumblr, and I, forgive me for not remembering who posted it, but they said something along the lines of, Gontrav really isn't all that dissimilar from logging on and seeing your mutuals obsessed with the show that you've never heard of. Like, And right? you're just like, yeah, of course, you know, uh, supernatural brothers are, like, dead again and have come back right. and went to hell. <laughs> and you're just like, cool, who's Dean Winchester? It's Katya. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, as you're saying that, like, I did not take part in a lot of the most major fandoms uh, of the last many years. Like, I, di I didn't watch a lot of big stuff when it was on. And this is very similar to how it felt to me. <laughs> like, I'd be, like, seeing these, like, amazing paragraphs about something. And I'd be like, I don't know. I didn't see it. Like... But so Gontrov doesn't just stay on Tumblr because right. when you have this thing, it has to escape the confines. And so that means Vulture's written about it. The of New York course. Times has written about it. NBC News has written about it. Right. Vice made a TikTok about it. Classic. Even the official Tumblr account has gotten in on it. <laughs> Love it. Someone tweeted, hey, at Tumblr, what do you think about Gontrov 1973 director Martin Scorsese? And the official verified Tumblr account responds, and by official verified, I mean the actual real one, not somebody who paid $8 for Twitter Blue. <laughs> the real Tumblr account says, Contra was inexplicably ahead of its time, and its contribution to cinema is remarkable. Rarely does a film tell as many diverse yet interconnected stories. Hard to imagine so few people have seen it. <laughs> I mean, that's just incredible. Like That is incredible. I love it. I love it. So this also migrates its way over to TikTok because, as we said before on the show, a lot of people on Tumblr are, like, of TikTok age in that I think there's a generation, like, our generation that fled Tumblr once the porn ban of 2014 happened and a lot of people right. left. But then, yes. as they do, new life came in. And mm -hmm. so the overlap <laughs> between TikTok teens and Tumblr teens is actually mostly a circle. <laughs> right. <laughs> so the top two Gontrov hashtags on TikTok have over 10 million views, and it includes people like cosplaying as Ice Pick Joe. I think my favorite Gontrov TikTok comes from at EpiLesbian, and I'm, I'm just going to let her take it away. I'm going to be honest. No one can explain it the way that she can. 
So I just came back from the pub where a film bro was trying to flirt with me, which um, was impressive because your film observations didn't clock that this is a lesbian. Whatever, I decided to humor him. I'm always interested in hearing what people's tactics are. So I asked him what his favorite directors were. And he said the usual. He said exactly what I would expect. He said like Tarantino, Christopher Nolan, la 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 la. Uh, And he said Martin Scorsese. And I said, oh, well, Goncharov is my favorite movie. And he said, what? Guys, if you are going to pretend to be into film, you need to know the 1973 masterpiece of all mafia movies. That is an amazing critique on masculinity and the king of homoerotic subtext. (laughs) I love this. Like, like the film bros. Like, (laughs) girl boss, gatekeep. Gaslight, Goncharov. Goncharov. Like, <laughs> I just know that there's going to be a t-shirt with that phrase on it in the next, like, two months. I can oh, my see God. It. There's Goncharov merch. People have asked for the creator of the poster to, like, make, make. physical copy, like, for them to be able to buy it. From, like, that is that is where we're oh, at right so now. that's so funny. Isn't it? Like, people are going to have a poster of this fake movie in their house, and someone is going to look at that movie that movie poster and be like, oh, I haven't seen that one. Right. No one has! <laughs> Mwah. Chef's kiss. Truly chef's kiss. There's, yes. like, so much more I could say about this phenomena. Like, there's a controversy that's popped up over tagging Gontrov as unreality, so oh. that neurodivergent people have psychosis won't be confused into thinking this is a real movie. Like, this is a real thing that is occurring and also completely oh. fair because I'm just like, yes. I thought it was real for a hot minute. The amount of shit I see on Tumblr, I'm just like, ah, sure, why not? I mean, hey, why not? We can make fun accessible. There's exactly. no reason not to, to tag it so that everyone can be included. I saw a great post where someone was talking about an obscure 70s movie starring Peter Falk better known as Columbo, and oh. people were responding like, oh my God, is this another Gontrol thing? But it really was just a real movie. It's just that, a real like, movie. <laughs> people hadn't seen that much. So like, it was just so funny watching like the amount of reblogs on that. Um, turns out the movie is Mikey and Nikki by Elaine May from 1976. Uh, if, you, if you see a post going around about that, apparently it looks pretty cool. <laughs> it's, and it's real. It actually exists. <laughs> There's also the fact that Linda Carter, one of the best celebrities to join Tumblr, posted a photo of her and the Fonz at the premiere of Gontrov in 1973. Wonder Woman is a genuine, she's another treasure. Treasure. Absolutely. Her presence on Tumblr can only really be rivaled by like Neil Gaiman. Like they're they're both two people who fully understand Tumblr. (laughs) Adorable. I love it. I think I'll end on a high note. So to start the high note, we have to first watch this TikTok from at Nick Nadal. Do you guys think that Francesca's that big plan to do a dad month specifically that Tumblr, the website, has made up a film and said that he directed it and decided to now make homoerotic fan fiction about it? Importantly, Nick is using one of the new voice effects on TikTok, which if you've been on TikTok, you know that there's new voice effects and there's this one SpongeBob one that fucking everybody is using. This isn't that one. I just felt the need to say that because <laughs> it's been inescapable. <laughs> wait, so wait, wait. You're telling me that Martin Scorsese's daughter is on TikTok? Daisy, you bet your ass she is. I love And it. she showed her father! What? <laughs> yes! So this video is a stitch of Nick's TikTok. So, and Francesca doesn't say anything. So I'm just going to 
tell you what is happening on screen. She sends a link of the New York Times article by Madison Lone Kircher to her father with the question, <gasps> did you see this? And his response was, yes, I made that film years ago. with the bit of course, of course he's he is. going with the bit i was so glad to find this because i reached out to <laughs> reach out through his press contact to be like yeah hi i host a show about the internet and i was hoping martin scorsese <laughs> might have a comment about gontrov <laughs> and i don't know if he's gonna get back to me but i'm just glad that we found out that he supports the bit <laughs> that's amazing i mean hey we also are finding out that uh you know, one of the original hosts of the show, it was their article. Yes. Who got sent by Francesca Scorsese to her dad, Marty. That's adorable. It is. And I, I can't really pick the best part of this. Is it, no. is it Madison's article? Maybe. Is it the fact that he's in on the joke, unlike the film bros on Twitter who were being annoying I mean. about it? Is it the fact that Francesca's name for him in her phone is Daddy-O? I mean, that's hard. It's really cute. It's like Daddy-O. Yes. It's really cute. Or that the contact photo for him is a memoji, which means that Martin Scorsese <laughs> uses memoji. Oh, I bet he does. His like, I, that just opened up so many possibilities in my head. Or is it the fact that the comments on Francesca's video are just a litany of tell him to make Gontroff real or <laughs> Gontroff theater re-release win or... Tell him to confirm that Katya and Sophia were in game. Like, <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I think it's great. I think we should all just lean into it. I think the film bros themselves, they're all just Chris Christie's living in a Bruce Springsteen world. You know, <laughs> they're all just guys out there being like, I love these things. And it's all like, yeah, but the baker of those things would actually be embarrassed by you. So stop being a jerk and let's have a good time. Let's have we a good have time. Have a good time. Martin Scorsese said it, it's law. Law and order yep. sound. Dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is the show. We'll be back in your feed on Saturday, so please subscribe. It is the best way to never miss a re release of a 1973 mafia film classic. <laughs> <laughs> Please leave a rating and review on Apple or Spotify. It really does help grow the show. Also, I occasionally read the reviews on Apple, so please don't leave, leave anything mean. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your friends about us. Tell your Goncharov heads about us. You Word. can follow us on Twitter at ICYM underscore pod, which is also where you can DM us your questions like, is Goncharov real? We also have been reblogging Goncharov fan art from the Twitter, so go check that out. Yes. And you can also drop us a note at icymyaslate.com. ICYMI is produced by Daniel Schrader and Rachel Hampton. Daisy Rosario is your senior supervising producer. And Alicia Montgomery is Slate's VP of audio. See you online. Or at the Gontaroff premiere. Gene Hackman and Harvey Keitel. 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 Okay. But back to the 1973 Scorsese-produced film. It stars Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Gene Hackman, Harvey Keitel. Keitel. Kite. Sorry. <laughs> this is going to be one of no, this is going to be one of those things. Yeah. I did this during back issue. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to get that name. <laughs> or we're never going to say it again. There's only one choice. There's only two options.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi, this is Dahlia Lithwick, host of Slate's legal podcast, Amicus. If you're listening to this show, you might be interested in Amicus's live show that we're hosting in Washington, D.C., on Tuesday, May the 14th, my colleague Mark Joseph Stern and I will be talking to some amazing guests, including Sherilyn Eiffel and a sitting state Supreme Court justice, all about how originalism, a relatively recently invented way of interpreting the Constitution, has taken over the Supreme Court and radically reshaped the law. It's been doctrinal rocket fuel for the conservative legal movement and facilitated the rolling back of abortion rights, the expansion of gun rights, and the obliteration of the separation of church and state. And as another wildly consequential Supreme Court term careers to its end, the court's originalists are on a tear. But there's something you can do about it, and we hope you'll join us in D.C. on May 14th to explore the possible pathways out of the current situation. Go to slate.com slash amicus live for tickets.